Good morning, good morning. <clears throat> How are you this morning? Lovely to be with you. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana with your next episode for our podcast, <clears throat> Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Your everyday life, my everyday life, your neighbor's everyday life, same everyday life. All of us breathing and living on this wonderful earth together. And it is a wonderful earth. It is a wonderful life. And that's what Zen wisdom comes to show us all together. Breathing, walking, struggling, singing, all together. And that this earth is a wonderful earth. This life is a real journey. To where? That's the question. So the title for today of our podcast is Who is the one who walks alone? What does that even mean? Walks alone on this journey, on this road that we're all on together. On the one hand, we're all together. On the other hand, who is the one who walks alone? I'll start with a little poem, a very famous poem, which points to this. Along this road, no one goes this autumn evening. That's a very famous haiku poem. Along this road, no one goes this autumn evening. Who is that no one? (laughs) Where is this road? And Let's talk about the autumn evening and also the spring morning, rainy spring morning and autumn evening. You know, many of us, many of us as we live in this world and we walk along our pathway and on our journey from the spring to the winter to the autumn to the summer, all the different so-called changing seasons, not only the physical seasons, but the changing seasons of our lives, all of us journeying along. And many of us, many, many, many of us have a deep dread of being alone, being lonely. For many, that translates into being perhaps rejected, not approved of, perhaps even cast out. Away with you, away cast out. That's something that's very terrifying. And it looms in our lives. Oh my goodness, we don't want that to happen. And of course, many will do all that they can possibly do to fit in to the community, to the group, to the gang, to, to the whatever it is, whatever your reference group is. I want your family. We'll do everything we can to fit in. And there is, of course, this craving for precious approval. I want to be approved of. That means I'm someone worthwhile. That means I have value and my journey is valuable and I'm doing the right thing. I'm going to the right places. All of that. All of that is the way we set up our lives. You know, I hear hear a lot, what are you doing this summer? Where are you going to vacation? And people talk about where they're going and what they're going to see and what they will find. And all of that is beautiful, of course. But when we mistake that as an answer to the question, 
where are we going, what is our journey, then we get mixed up. Who is this one who is walking alone? What does that koan, and it is a Zen koan, a great teaching, but what is it really pointing to? What it is asking us? It's talking about the one who simply, simply cannot be alone, cannot come out and live their personal life. And by come out, I don't mean necessarily sexually. I mean come forth as who they are. You know, many of us even give up activities and values that are important to us in order to be part of the group, in order to hold on to relationships. We actually let ourselves go, our true selves go. Not known, not seen, not expressed at all. There is a great feeling of security in being a part of a group, for sure. Well, if I'm part of the group and if I'm respected and if I'm looked up to or wanted or included or invited, it means I'm someone who is worthy of respect, worthy of being valued. Of course, many do not see the great, great price that they pay for this, the price of forming your identity based on what others think of you whether or not you're included, whether or not you're so-called wanted. There's a great price we pay for that, and yet that does seem to be a main force for organizing many of our lives. We don't stop and, and give ourselves a moment to say, well, this is lovely, the relationship is fine, the group is fine, but who am I really? What is my life journey asking of me? What am I being called to do and to see and to know in this lifetime? And, you know, the poem says, this autumn evening, that's letting us know it's brief. Our journey is brief. We think it's going to go on and on and on. And, it, and believe me, <laughs> as we get to autumn, it's shocking because we, we don't realize how much time has gone by and how quickly the time passes. That's why it's so important, very, very important, to stop right where we are now and take a look at this matter. Where does our true value and security lie? Of course, relationships are good, but they change, and they have to change. They necessarily must change. They will change. And groups, the groups we belong to, very, very supportive, can be, I'm not rejecting any of that, but I'm saying see it in perspective. Groups gather and then they disperse. It, inevitable, that's the nature of the life we're given. So how do we feel that, feel that need to belong and be part of something valuable and still know what we're doing on this earth? still be able to step out and be alone as well. You know, my very first teacher, Soen Roshi, many, many years ago, he had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful answer to this very important question. I was complaining to him at the time that I hadn't been able to become an actual member, in quotes, of the Zendo yet. In those days, you had a 
go through many hurdles in order to actually become a member. And some people, they went through them easily and quickly, and one, two, three, they became members. Not one, two, three, but after they attended a certain amount of sittings and so forth, they became members. I actually didn't become a member for, I mean, a, included in that way for 18 years. 18 years. 18 years. But I kept going anyway. I kept going anyway. And my teacher would say, what do you need to belong for? Just come. Of course, he was teaching me and testing me. And then one day, someone Roshi was there, and I said to him, you know, I'm still not a member yet. And he said, me neither. Me, he said, I'm a member of the universe. Fantastic answer. I'm a member of the universe. And he indeed was. He was a member of the universe. He was at one with it all. He, Whenever he went, he belonged. He did not separate himself from anything. And yet, and yet, he was fully, completely able to walk alone. He lived his life. He took his own footsteps. Interestingly enough, even in the early years, he was a hermit monk on a mountain all alone. Of course, we're not referring to that here when we say, who is the one who walks alone? What we're really saying about the one who walks alone, he's not an outcast. He's someone who's actually brave, very brave, courageous. He's willing to live, or she is willing to live their own life and to be true to themselves. The one who walks alone is willing to take their very own journey. They listen for it. They want it. They don't want to walk in someone else's footsteps. As Soin Roshi would say, no, no, don't want to live an imitation life. That's the way he put it. Let's not live an imitation life. Now, that is so powerful, actually, and so very, very beautiful. One flower that blooms doesn't imitate another. <laughs> One tree doesn't imitate another. They may look alike, but each is who and what they are, unique in their very own way. Same with people. We are all unique in our very own way. No two people have the same fingerprints. And no two people might have the same exact path to tread. So the one who walks alone is one who is really willing to forge their own way along life's well-worn pathways. They do not walk in the footsteps of others, but they're willing to actually feel their own feet on the ground. They realize that their life is their journey, and they're willing to take it without constantly seeking praise, approval, invitations from others, from the world all around, because that praise, that approval, it will come and it will go. And you'll be up and down, back and forth. It's not something to base your life upon. For the one who walks alone, life is an adventure. 
a place to discover. That's an important word here, discover what is truly possible for them and who they really are. You know, when we base our identity upon a group or upon a relationship or upon the expectations of others, we inevitably and necessarily are limiting ourselves. We want to fit into someone else's picture of us or someone else's picture of who we should be. That will never ultimately give us the fulfillment and the joy that we long for and that we need. Now, I recognize that it can be difficult, even frightening, very frightening, to let go of so-called established identities and take a leap into the unknown because the one who walks alone, every step he's taking is into the unknown. He's just walking and feeling his foot, feeling the step, meeting what comes along the way. It's all unknown. He's not pre-planning it. He's not figuring it out. He's not walking on a path that he demands turn out a certain way. He's walking alone, meaning he's taking each footstep and allowing one step to lead him to the, another. That might seem very frightening, but actually, strangely enough, that kind of living, that kind of walking, when we really become accustomed to it and we, we become that becomes our mode of life, it leads to the deepest and greatest security possible. How could that be, you might ask? How could it possibly be? Well, because life itself is just like that. We really don't know where the next step is leading us. We don't know what we're going to meet along the road. When we demand it turn out a certain way, we'll be shaken by the many twists and turns we're not ready for. When we walk alone, when we walk truly, when we walk authentically, when we walk not expecting things to turn out a certain way or not demanding certain responses, when we walk from our true selves, that true part of us will always guide us in the right direction and will be able to meet, truly meet, whatever comes along the way. So how do we do this and when do we do this? Well, for many, suddenly at some moment, even with all the people around and being a part of all the groups, there comes a moment of maybe all of a sudden a feeling, oh my goodness, something is missing. Or I've heard others say there's a feeling of loneliness that grips them for no reason at all. They could be in a very good relationship. They could be enjoying wonderful company, but there's a loneliness that comes, a sense of something is not complete, something is missing here. Well, what is missing, we ask? And of course, it's us. We are missing from our very own lives. That's because we haven't been willing to walk alone. We have left our true selves behind. So as we're coming to the close of this morning's talk, and I always do, I'd like to give you a little exercise so we could make this, these ideas, these moments integrate with our very own life. 
take take a little while and just take a look at your own life and see where you are maybe stuck even in treading after the well-worn footsteps of others. Where are you just following along, following along? Sometimes a sense of deadness comes when we do that, boredom, burnt out. Where were you just following along? And just notice that. Um, no judgment here, no judgment on yourself, but just notice it. And take a nice pause and say, well, where am I willing to step out and be who I really am? Where am I willing to take a brand new step or maybe approach a brand new road? Or say hello to a brand new person, somebody I may never have said hello to before. Where am I willing to really be present and walk into the unknown? What an exciting moment that is. Thrilling, actually. And maybe just take a little small step for, to begin with. Take a little small step on your very own journey. Take it not wanting anything from it, not expecting anything from it, just knowing this is your step. This is a journey, actually, to who you are. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Time goes quickly, my goodness. And now um, our website, if you want to hear more of the podcast, is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. Please join us and listen to as many as you like. And please thank you for your wonderful emails. Keep them coming. I love to hear from you. You can reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com with comments, questions, anything you like at all. I also am very happy to let you know that I'm now um, providing longer ebooks, uh, not ebooks, audiobooks, I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm putting out new ones each week. And these are, these are audiobooks that offer Zen wisdom and also psychological wisdom integrated for dealing with issues in your everyday life. And they are short, relatively short audiobooks, about 40 minutes long. You might really enjoy listening to them. You can get to that at www.bestselfbooks.com. So again, thanks so much for listening and... Um, I'm excited to hear about your new steps, your next steps on the road to finding who you are. Have a wonderful day.